0: Hello everyone, this is Tyler, also known as Green Bay Hornet on Instagram, on season one, episode 23 of Talking with Tyler, and today we have an interesting topic. The, the NFL, but more specifically the ownership, and I thought it would be a cool idea on ranking these teams, on how much I, like if I had the option of all these teams, on how I would um on which ones i'd rather own more than others i thought that'd be really cool so this is the list of uh, nfl teams i'd want to own from least to most now i'm going to lay a few ground rules really quick i decided to take into account the fan base the location a little bit not super much though uh the stadium is it high quality low quality do i am i gonna need a new one in a few years or can i stick it out with this one And I think that, and some other amenities, maybe like are the facilities up to snuff, but I'm more willing to pay for the facility since it'll be significantly cheaper than buying a whole ass stadium. And also this list is a bit interesting because the Green Bay Packers, my team, is the only publicly owned franchise, so I can't choose them, but... If I was able to own them, they would be number one, without a doubt. I love my Packers. I've been a diehard since 2010, and it's always going to stay that way. But without further ado, let's get to this list. So, coming in at 31 is the Washington Commanders. And also, before um, anyone gets mad about these, look, I'd, I'd love to own any of these teams, even if it was the Commanders who I have at the bottom of my list. Being an NFL owner is like a miracle job. So so don't take this too don't take this too seriously. Take everything with a pinch of salt. But the Commander. So the reason they're at the bottom, DC area, I wouldn't mind living in DC. I think it's fine. Or at least from what I've heard, it's not bad. But the stadium is such an ass. Like ugh, FedEx Field is a disgrace. And honestly, I think I might tear my ACL by me just stepping into the stadium. And also, I'm going to have to kind of uh, reprimand all the sins that Dan Snyder did. I have to, well, first of all, get a stadium that that isn't hot garbage. I'm going to have to replace that disgusting turf. I'm going to have to redo the Sean Taylor Memorial because they already... They effed it up with a, half-assed, with a half-assed memorial, one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. And I'm going to have to ban Jackson Mahomes from my games for being a complete dickhead. So, or I could just make it a rule where you have to sock Jackson Mahomes if you see him. No, I'm just kidding. But that would be pretty funny. <laughs> but I feel like I'm going to have to do so much for the... Like, first of all, you have to buy the team, which would, first of all, take a huge chunk of money. Then I have to get a new stadium and redo the memorial, which I guess it wouldn't be that expensive. But I have to reprimand so much and for me to just walk into the building. And I'm willing to invest. I'm willing to invest in improving stuff. But that amount of stuff at once would be a lot, especially a whole new stadium. And that's why the commanders are at the bottom of the list. At number 30, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. Mostly the same with the Commanders, except a bit less drama. Paycor Field isn't exactly what I'd call a high-quality stadium, which already sucks. Because it sucks. Because I think the Commanders have a good fan base. The Bengals have a good fan base. It's just the stadium is so, just very subpar. And... You know the facilities are very subpar as well, from what I've heard on the NFL player team report card, and they don't even have portable char chargers for the f- or what was it like chargers for the phones, which is just stupid. So I'm gonna have to again do a lot of reprimanding. I, they're mainly just above the commander, just because I feel there'd be a bit less drama. So that's mainly. Pretty much the only reason why they're above the Commanders, and again, I have to rank these somehow. So, I'd say it's mostly the same reasons as the Commanders, but just a little less drama involved. Number twenty nine, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, from everything I've heard, Jacksonville's very pretty. Um, TIA Bank Field isn't the worst. Isn't the worst stadium. I like the pool. Outside of that, it's kind of. But uh, that rat infestation is a problem. And no other stadium has had rat infestation, so you can't tell me that it's a common place. You should not have a rat infestation in your NFL stadium. And that will be very annoying to fix. And if I have to have my stadium inspected by a health inspector, I already know there's problems. So, but there wouldn't be as many problems as Jacksonville or with Jacksonville as there would be with the Bengals and the Commanders so that's why they are ranked ahead of them and I guess on a little I guess I'd rather live in Jacksonville than Cincinnati or DC but that's pretty much the only reason everything else is just kind of I don't know I feel maybe be a little behind I'd have to get it up to snuff number 28 Chicago Bears Soldier Field is a basically washed-up has-been at this point. And I know that, what was it, the the mayor of Chicago? It was something that they're going to try to renovate. So I don't know if you can renovate something. I mean, I know Lambeau Field does it, but I think this one's already mangled beyond repair. They bought that place in Arlington Heights, but I'm doing it as if it's still Soldier Field at the time of this recording. Now, now the fan base is definitely there. I wouldn't mind living in Chicago. A little windy, but nothing I couldn't handle. And, oh, crap, I actually forgot to mention this. Sorry, this, well, later into the video. Um, Later into the video. The product of the team, like how good or bad the team is now, is irrelevant. Because if I'm doing sort of this futuristic scenario, years, even decades from now, the teams are going to look completely different. So keep that in mind. But yeah, but that stadium is really not up to snuff. Then you'd have to build a new stadium and build all the amenities. It's still a big mess. But the unlike the other teams, which either have a stadium so bad that they're almost unusable, or a rat infestation, Chicago doesn't have that. So that's why they're ranked above these other teams. At number twenty seven and twenty six, you can interchange them if you want. The New York Giants and the New York Jets. God, like I think the fan bases, the fan bases are definitely there, but my God, MetLife Stadium, what the hell happened? Like for a stadium that's very recent, 2010, 2010 That's only a thirteen year old stadium. But for so many resources probably poured into this, the quality is horrible. Like, especially the field. The field is disgusting. I really really do not want to, like, watch games in that stadium whatsoever. And the only, honestly, really the only reason there, (laughs) I forgot to mention this too. I forgot to mention a lot of things. I didn't want to be overly long, and I guess I lost track is I have a few family members that live in New York, my cousins. So that's pretty much the only reason they're ranked ahead of the other teams. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it might have been lower. because Again, I'm going to have to build a new stadium. I am not staying in that stadium. I don't give a crap. I am no way. You're no way in hell asking me to stay in MetLife Stadium, dear God. At number 25, Buffalo Bills. Now, Highmark Stadium isn't good either, at least from everything I've heard. You know, it's really old. I don't think really renovating it. I feel like I'm going to have to get a new stadium with a retractable roof probably. But (sighs) the only reason is, is first of all, the turf doesn't kill you. And, well, actually, that's the really first and only reason. that. And also, uh, Bill's Mafia is great. They're very crazy, and the tailgating is awesome. So that's definitely a bonus. I wouldn't mind living in Buffalo. Again, I'm not the guy that needs constant attention on what to do. So that's why area doesn't really matter to me, like, a whole lot, unless it's, like, really close to family for me Or or close to friends as well. So that's pretty much why Buffalo ranks ahead. They have a stadium that won't kill me. They don't have infestation problems. And they and they do have a great fan base. Number 24, the Houston Texans. Now, unlike the other teams, the Texans are really, really the first team on this list that actually has a stadium that is, I guess, considered modern. It did open, what? It's NRG Stadium opened in 2002. That was actually before I was born. But And it also um, hosts the rodeo, which is kind of a cool feature as well. So I figured that'd be a nice add-in there. Houston, I wouldn't mind living in. I think, at least from what I've heard from my uh, grandpa and my dad, Houston's a pretty decent city to live in, so I don't mind. And I think the fan base for the Texans, it's not as big as some other fan bases, but it's definitely alive. And... I think overall, Texans, they're kind of just like, they're kind of just like, um, up to snuff on everything. They're not like super like outdated on anything, or at least that I know of. If, if, if I, ha- I do have something wrong, please tell me, but I'd say Houston overall, is kind of like where the part where we get to actually uh, usable stadiums, first of all, and overall where I'm willing to, um. Well, I'm willing to not talk shit about the stadium, so. (laughs) So, yeah. Number 23, Detroit Lions. I mainly put them over the Texans. I feel the fan base is a little stronger over there in Detroit. I could be wrong. Obviously, people will get offended by that. But that's just me from what I've known over the years and what I've read and what I've heard. But Detroit, I mean, it's not the most... I mean, I know you always hear the saying, you know, can't have shit in Detroit because apparently a lot of stuff gets stolen there. I don't know if that's fully true or not. Again, you can tell me if it is true or not. But and I and it does have uh, and it does have a roof, so I don't have to you know freeze outside. But I'd probably be used to the cold anyways. I've I went to Mammoth recently and it whew, it's cold. But if you have enough heavy duty gear, you're fine. So, overall, the Lions, they're just pretty all right. I mean, the stadium's all right. Uh, Ford Field's definitely passable. You could definitely... I could definitely make some renovations, but I don't need an immediate replacement, which is nice. The fan base is there. And Detroit's okay. So, that's why they're at the, like, lower at this list. But even being at the lower of this list is not that bad. Even at this, around 23, isn't bad. Number 22, Cleveland Browns. Uh. I'd say it's somewhat similar to the Lions, and apparently, from what I've heard, uh, First Energy Stadium has a little heating pad. I don't know where on the uh, – I don't know if it's on the field or in the seats, but it actually warms up when it gets uh, too cold, which is actually a pretty cool feature, and it's definitely modern enough. You know, you have the dog pound Cleveland. Their fans have been through it thick and – what is this? Thick and thin, I really hope I'm saying that word right. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But the fan base is very strong, probably one of the strongest in the NFL. I mean, Cleveland was the joke of not just football, but all of North American sports for two decades, pretty much. And I know they're kind of a meme because, you know, they took on Deshaun Watson and all his drama, which I'm not going to get into because I'm not interested in it. But I think overall, Cleveland, it's, it's fine. It's just... It's just fine. They're, they're kind of just fine in most of the areas. Number 21, New England Patriots. Again, strong fan base up in Boston, Massachusetts. Or, yeah, Boston, Massachusetts. And the Gillette Stadium's a little more modern than these other stadiums, which is why I gave it a little bit of a higher grade. I think it's a little bit better of a stadium than the others we've mentioned. The fan base is great. And overall, I wouldn't mind living in an East Coast. In the East Coast. and But, it's sort of like these others, they don't really have like any extra amenities. So, they're not going to like rank super high on this list. Again, I'm not in depth with these NFL stadiums. I don't know every nook and cranny, obviously. So, I'm just going off of what I know. Number 20, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. Is a very nice stadium and also host to the NFL Combine. So first of all, I'd get a free Combine invite, and you know the Combine's awesome. So that's why they definitely get a bonus. But it's a bit more modern, a bit more clean. Then I forget when it opened. Was it two thousand six? I I feel remember. I think it was two thousand six, but I could be mistaken. Um, the Colts fan base is definitely there. I think it's a solid fan base overall. And, and Indiana, from I mean, I haven't really heard much from Indiana. I mean, I don't even know what goes on there. Indiana's one of the few states where I've yet to have someone's perspective on. But overall, the Colts are actually pretty solidly well-rounded. Uh, number 19, Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, obviously... Now, Hard Rock Stadium, maybe I might want an upgrade, but I think the, I think the Dolphins fan base is there enough for me, and it is host to and it did host six Super Bowls, so definitely a bit of history there. And Miami, you know, it's a very nice beachy area. I wouldn't mind hanging out on the beach every once in a while, as long as I don't get sunburn, which I have a really bad history with, actually. God, the sunburns suck. Anyway. And overall, Miami, there's obviously a lot of stuff to do, and I think that, actually now thinking about it, I might have messed up these rankings, actually, (laughs) oh god, I messed this up, I meant for the Dolphins at 20 and the Colts at 19, so let me fix that really quick, very sorry, I know, this is probably the first time I've ever seen someone mess up a list during a podcast, goofy me, I know. But now I realize probably that the Colts probably have a little more ups or a little bit more. Just because Hard Rock Stadium, I don't have to immediately replace it, but I can probably wait a little bit. And it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. But I'd say overall, the Dolphins still have a lot of positives. I like again, the fans are and you know, the fans are there um, and it's in a very nice area. Number 18, New Orleans Saints. Caesar Superdome is a fun time. The fans make it loud. And it's definitely one of the most hostile environments for road teams. And I definitely would like to be a part of that home crowd. And I know New Orleans, you know, kind of a bit of a party town. So, or a party city. So, I definitely wouldn't mind. It's definitely football city, which I love. And, and uh, the superdome's very modern I don't have to really make any remedies of to anything really. I know the fans are gonna show up every night and and I know uh, and honestly i would be willing to keep the team in New one I know uh five point vids he's one of the more popular sports youtubers saying it would be hard to find an an owner willing to invest in ones because apparently not many sports owners want to live there but I would Be opposed to living there. Louisiana was nice. At least my dad told me it was nice. So I'm fine with living in little old New Orleans. Why not? Number 17, Philadelphia Eagles. The fans are very rowdy. And Lincoln Financial Field has a ton of history. Now it is kind of old. And maybe you might have to get a new stadium sometime. But I'm sure you can hang it out till then like the other stadiums at the bottom I need like an immediate replacement like get me a replacement I want the hell out of here Lincoln Financial Field doesn't really have that problem so that so that's a very good thing I know the fans are super rowdy you know on those um Sunday nights you know in the in the city of brotherly love but I think overall and you know seeing the fly eagles fly um the Fly Eagles fly chance would be pretty damn cool as well. Number sixteen, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh Raymond James Stadium's pretty nice, actually. It's the stadium I don't think I'd really have to replace, but um the kind of a reason they're this high, I know this might sound a little weird, is the pirate ship. I love that pirate ship. It's like I like when NFL teams do that. I like when they kind of go outside the box. And just have some other fun amenities outside of the tailgating and stuff like that. I don't mind living in Tampa, Florida. I don't mind a humid state. I, I don't mind. I like the rain tapping against my windows anyways. As long as I don't get burnt too bad by the sun, I'm fine. But, and the Tampa fans can be there. I mean, obviously they were. Because remember, I know Tampa is a more. What's the word? The Buccaneers, they are uh, a more respected organization because remember, for a long time, Tampa Bay was horrible. I don't even think anyone was showing up or not as many people were showing up. But now that they're respectable again, they have shown up. And and overall, and Raymond James doesn't have any major problems. The only problem I can say, because sometimes Tampa Bay, I've noticed in the past, they've had lightning, which kind of sucks. I know there's some lightning... I know Florida probably gets more lightning than most states. So that definitely could be the, a bit of an issue. I'd hate for a game to get delayed or canceled because of that. That would really stink. But that's not really anything to do with the stadium itself. It's just where it's located. But then from everything I've heard, Tampa is very pretty. So I think overall, um, I think it would be a very fun place to be an owner at. And also, (laughs) speaking of Pirates, I'm a big fan of One Piece. So I guess that has maybe a tiny bit to do with it. So, um, number 15, Atlanta Falcons. I'd say Falcons fan base is solid. But damn, that stadium, uh, what's it called? Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That is a very nice stadium. Has a lot of great amenities to it. Just a very nice place overall. I wouldn't mind living in Atlanta, Georgia. You know, I think the weather over there is okay. And, um, but mainly that, uh, that stadium. The fan base is definitely, I'd say above average. And overall, most of the like amenities and facilities and stuff are up to snuff. And I think Atlanta would be a very nice place to settle in as an owner. Number 14, Pittsburgh Steelers. The history of the Steelers definitely gets some this high as well, but uh, I'm calling it Heinz Field. I'm not calling it... I can't... What is it? Aquaculture in the Uh, state. No. Sorry. I had a. Oh, God. I actually... I actually just gagged by saying that. That's disgusting. But... And the Steelers, I like the terrible towel movement. I like when they have sort of these teams, when they have their own traditions. It definitely, honestly, it makes me want to be a part of them more, especially as an owner. And Heinz Field is definitely up to snuff, even though, what was it, was it built in 1996? And the stadium stayed, has stayed pretty up to snuff with the other modern NFL stadiums. So Steelers have a very nice package. Overall, number 13, Kansas City Chiefs, very similar to the Steelers. They have a very loud fan base, a very passionate one, but also insanely loud. Hopefully I do not get, uh, hopefully my ears don't bleed and I go deaf, but yes. So I think overall it's very, um, it's a modern stadium all around and the amenities are there. The fans are definitely there. They're more there than pretty much almost anybody. And I think pretty much almost a complete pack. Almost everything's there for me. Same with our next team. Number 12, the Minnesota Vikings. The, I know it's weird to put a rival this high, but remember, I'm doing this from a mostly non-biased perspective. I If this was biased, I'd probably have like Bears, Lions, Vikings. But I, I didn't want to do that. I kind of wanted to make it a little more interesting. And the Vikings have a ton of offer. I love the little horn, the horns they have, the horns they blow um, at the beginning of games is really cool. Um, you know the the skull chants. It makes you really feel like you know. First of all, you're at home, but you're really. It's very. It's a very intimidating atmosphere. And uh US Yeah, U.S. Bank Stadium is an absolutely beautiful work of art of a stadium. has a nice glass dome. The turf's very nice. Um, Everything is very advanced and up to snuff. It's clear that Ziggy Welf, the current owner of the Minnesota Vikings, really, and the other ownership group, I'm assuming they pitch in too, really care about investing in the Vikings, making them a fairly, you know, modernized and very I'd, I would say disciplined organization. So that's why they're the side. And they're also this high because if I'm the owner, I get to go see Packers games even if I'm on the opposite side, which it kind of sucks, but hey, that's sometimes how the cookie crumbles. Number 11, the Tennessee Titans. The uh, the fan base is actually is very strong in Tennessee. They definitely have a very strong fan base. Nissan Stadium I know I've heard they're gonna replace them, but it's not a horrible stadium. It's a pretty decent stadium. But also, I'd be very interested in, in uh, exploring Nashville a little bit. I've heard it's kind of the Las uh, sort of the Las Vegas of the South. Kind of a bit of you know party. A lot. Of, I've heard a lot of country music. At least that's what my father has told me. I think overall, it'd be just a very nice, chill time. Like, it wouldn't be, like, super great, but it'd just be nice, chill. You know, you're watching it in nice weather, watching it with very passionate fans, and overall, just a very very exciting, but also kind of chill experience. Number 10, Arizona Cardinals. Um, this is mainly due to me having a lot of family and friends in Arizona, but State Farm Stadium is definitely up to snuff. The facilities uh, aren't. I'm going to have to fix those because from what I've heard in the reports, the weight room and the nutrition is disgusting, which is definitely a doubt. But that can be fixed with easy amenities. So I'm definitely fixing that the moment I step into the building. But overall, Phoenix, I've been to Arizona before. It's a very nice place. Very warm. Obviously, it's a. I mean, it is a desert after all, pretty much. But and it does have the roof, so I don't have to worry about getting burnt at games, which is very nice. And I'd say overall, I would. I think it would just be a nice, again, more relaxed experience, kind of like Tennessee, but closer to home. Number nine, Seattle Seahawks. Um. Seattle. I mainly put them higher than Arizona because, first of all, I'm also still local to my family and friends. You know, from Arizona, California, but I feel the fan base is there more than the Cardinals is, and Lumen Field is an even better feel, even a better stadium than State Farm Stadium. And I also wouldn't mind the rain during the games. I think that's sometimes cool, not like a super amount of rain. Not like a fucking monsoon. Not like the Bears-Niners game, if you guys remember that. Not that disgusting mess. No. No, not that. But a little bit of rain, a little bit of drizzle would be pretty nice. I don't mind the rain tapping against my window. I actually love it. I wish it kind of happened every night, to be honest with you. But I think overall, Seattle is pretty much every minute. of it, And a very beautiful city, at least from what I've seen. I know pictures is different from the real thing, so I'd have to see it myself to truly say that. But I think the Seahawks have pretty much everything I want. Pretty much every team from, I'd say, honestly, at least through 2019 ish to number one have pretty much anything I want. Number eight, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I wouldn't mind living in Las Vegas. It's uh, sometimes really hot there, and I got sunburned really bad once there, but. That's okay, I can do that if I manage myself a little better. But Allegiant Stadium's a beauty. Allegiant Stadium is a very beautiful stadium. And the fans are there, the even though it's in a completely different um location, the fans still show up. I know some probably moved from Oakland to Las Vegas, I'm sure, but I'm sure most of them are Las Vegas residents. So it definitely shows you how strong their fan base is. And I wouldn't mind a little bit of crazy. You know, Raiders fans are definitely known for being a little bit more chaotic than the average NFL fan base. But that's what makes the fun of it. I I don't mind crazy fans as long as they're not like hurting people or anything. And I'm in a beautiful stadium. and, And I pretty much have all the amenities I desire. Number seven, Dallas Cowboys. I'd say arguably the most popular team in the league. And maybe the most popular team in sports. Um, I do have a few uh, um, friends that um, friends and neighbors who are Cowboys fans. Now, I wouldn't, uh, that wouldn't mean they live in Dallas? They actually live um, pretty much right next to me. One across the street from me, and other right next to me. But I think kind of it's kind of weird with the Cowboys. It's sort of like sort of maybe taking on a bit of a challenge more because you know the cowboys have while being one of the most popular teams they're also let's be real one of the biggest memes they're you know you know you see jokes of cowboys fans a lot and I understand it and, you know everyone likes to talk their smack talk but for the most part I think cowboys fans are very passionate super loyal fans and whew, AT&T stadium is an absolutely gorgeous stadium now the only thing I might have to st- just fixed with it is that little nasty blur that happens in Sunday and it makes the field look weird and but I'm sure that can be fixed but AT&T Stadium is an absolutely beautiful stadium with all the amenities you could want as an NFL fan and one of the biggest brands in sports and in Texas it's football country It, it always was football country always will be football country number six Baltimore Ravens Now, the main reason the Ravens are this high is, uh, well, I'm an Orioles fan. And guess what? If you're the Ravens owner, guess what? You can go to Orioles games and see an absolutely beautiful ballpark. And the Ravens have an overall nice stadium. I forget what it's called. Crap, it's escaping me. But But the stadium overall, it's definitely nice. The fans live and die by the Ravens. I mean... I don't know what else there is to do in Maryland. I don't really know what Maryland is known for. But I know the Ravens fans are super loyal, um, super fierce. But also mainly to combine all of that with the fact I get to go to Orioles games, it definitely puts them in the top six safely. Number five, Carolina Panthers. This one is also sort of the same. Well, I will say that the stadium... Uh, uh, Bank of America Stadium, definitely maybe needs some renovation because it's not a super old stadium. I'm sure I can make it look nice. I mean, nineteen ninety six isn't super old. That's uh twenty seven, yeah, twenty seven year old stadium isn't super duper old, and actually can hold up on like I don't know, like FedEx Field or MetLife Stadium. But and also I get to go to Charlotte Hornets games. I'm a huge Charlotte Hornets fan, and. You know, the Charlotte Hornets and Carolina Panthers are literally right next to each other. So that also definitely helps. But the fan base is definitely strong there in Charlotte. Charlotte overall is a sports city. They're pretty strong fan base throughout with the Hornets, Hurricanes, and the Panthers. So that definitely puts them into the top five. And number four is also a similar case. However, they have one slight more bonus than the other than the other two previously mentioned, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I know it's ironic. Um, I'm a huge Sharks fan. And well, guess what? San Francisco is right next to San Jose in the Bay Area. And they also have the benefit of being close to home. I know the bus ride from there isn't pleasant. That's probably like in a six hour uh, ride there. But I could probably just take a plane but again, I'm relatively close to home in that respect. And Levi Stadium is a very nice stadium overall. It's a one of the more modern stadiums in the NFL, one of the more modernized stadiums, I should say. And the Niners fans definitely rock the house when the team's rocking. And, and then they were even relatively there. Because remember the Niners, they're not as um I know we don't remember this really much. Well, only Niners fans will, but the Niners from, first of all, from 2003 to ten were horrible and a complete joke. And then from 2015 to what, 2018, the team was also horrible, probably, maybe even worse. Like they were legit unwatchable. They were legit dysfunctional, but got to give it to Jed York. They've turned themselves into one of the NFL's model organizations with a very... Deep roster from top to bottom. Um, Number three, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, SoFi Stadium might be the best stadium in the NFL overall. And again, I'm close to family, which sort of does matter to me. I'd love to watch with my family and friends at the games rather than just be alone. So that's why. So that's why they definitely rank up this high. And same goes for number two, the Los Angeles Rams. The only reason they're higher than the Chargers is because they are Rams fans. The only Chargers fan I know of that's local that I know of. And men person is my uncle. So that's mainly why that's the really only thing separating these two. The amenities are great. I do wish the fan base was a little more, I guess. I'm not saying they're horrible. They're not horrible. But they're not, like, state of the arc. But I'd say because I'm close to my family and the state of the art stadium, it kind of makes up for that. But now you're guessing who's number one. Who is the, well, now that if you're if you counted correctly or, or cut it down correctly, you already know what it is. But I'll just say it. number one is the Denver Broncos. The Broncos have everything I want, but this is more as sort of uh I guess you could say a tribute my grandpa. Um, sadly, he is no longer with us. Uh, died a few years back. Rest in peace. But he was one of the f- most influential fic- um, figures in watching football. We'd always watch football together whenever we could. And, you know, he'd always tell me his great stories of Denver. He had his ex. He lived in Denver for 12 years. He told me it's an absolutely very pretty... Place Even if the air is a little weird at first, but I feel like if I were to own a team, I would be kind of, uh, I guess making my grandpa proud. I'm sure my grandpa would be proud if I owned even any team, but I think especially the Broncos would be the icing on the cake in power field is a very nice uh, field and they've modernized it over the years, especially with the uh, big screen board. And the Broncos definitely have some of the best family, no matter if they're complete, you know, complete, completely horrible. Or, you know, Super Bowl champs like we saw in 2015. Uh, they're still rocking that house, no matter what. And I'm I'm not like the most close to home, but I think it, it's close enough. And... I'd say overall, mainly because of Grandpa and how much of an influential figure he was on me getting into football, I'd say is mainly the main reason the Broncos are number one. I mean, I don't want to make this all about Grandpa because, you know, I did list the other amenities. The area is nice, the fans are awesome, and the stadium is awesome as well, but mainly because of Grandpa, and he'd always tell me amazing stories of him watching the Broncos and how much he how much of an influential figure, mainly him and dad, were into getting into football. And hey, well, well, hey, without them, well, first of all, I wouldn't have been born. But without them, I would have never really been a football fan to begin with, probably. So that's why the Denver Broncos ranked number one on the teams I would love to own. Anyway, guys, I really hope you enjoyed I'm kind of running out of breath. Let me take a little drink here. But I really hope you enjoyed. I figured this would be an interesting topic. I've never seen anyone else do it. So I figured I'd take a crack at it. If you have any constructive criticism for me, I would gladly appreciate it. Did I maybe go too quick at parts, too slow at parts? Did I even contradict myself? And I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm a guy willing to admit what I'm wrong. I'm not going to stay, say here and say, oh, I didn't do that. Or any stupid shit like that. I'm not the type of guy to like be super stubborn and, you know, or delusional. Give me constructive criticism, please. If you saw any, you know, bad points in this video or any contradictories or anything, please tell me. I would really love to know. I want to improve as a podcaster and give you the best content that you guys can get. And with that out of the way, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Have a have a good day everybody. I'm out.